Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. I might create a new game. I looked at creating a game that just had four pockets on. I looked at a table, we started playing it. I went, you know what, I like this. It's a cross between Paul and Snooker. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off the Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Wednesday, the 9th of August. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. The Lunchtime Wrap on Off the Ball is with Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. And we kick off with football and West Ham have agreed a deal in principle with Manchester United to sign Harry Maguire. The England international is set to move to the London club for a fee of around €35 million. Maguire joined United from Leicester City four years ago and went on to captain the side. West Ham are also close to completing a deal to sign Southampton midfielder James Ward-Prowse. But Lucas Paqueta could be set to leave the Hammers following interest from league champions Manchester City. Nottingham Forest have signed goalkeeper Matt Turner from Arsenal. The USA international, who's yet to play in the Premier League, has moved to the city ground on a four-year contract. The deal's reportedly worth up to €12 million. Meanwhile, journalist Philippe Clare believes it's too early to say whether or not Manchester City are clear favourites in this year's Premier League title race. Pep Guardiola's side begin their title defence on Friday, kicking off the 2023-24 season with a trip to newly promoted Burnley. But O'Clair warned that the lay of the land for City's title chances will only become apparent at the end of the transfer window. O'Clair and fellow journalist Jonathan Wilson joined Joe Malloy on the football show on Tuesday's Off the Ball. I don't necessarily share um, Jonathan's opinion that City are, are that clear favourites. Um, uh, I mean, it's very, uh, it's tempting the devil to make uh, presumptions right now before the end of the uh, transfer window. But what I would say is that they haven't had the greatest of transfer windows. They've lost two key players. Uh, Jonathan mentioned, you know, Riyad Mahrez and Ilkay Gundogan going. Uh, we're talking of uh, two players who are absolutely central to what they've achieved over the past six or seven years. Um, obviously, everybody will say yes for Kudugan, particularly last season, where we remember, you know, his exploits in, in May when he scored doubles against Leeds and Everton, the double in the final of the FA Cup, the fact that he was the genuinely the captain on and off the field of that team, and he's a huge loss and he hasn't been replaced. Uh, but I think we also tend to forget that Riyad Mahrez, even if he didn't feature much in the uh, run-up to the Champions League title, uh, was also a very important figure in, in the Premier League. And they're going to miss those two players an awful lot. And I, I don't see that they have replaced them. And yes, they have reinforced, as they do every year, uh, with one star uh, acquisition, which is Vardiol in this particular case, uh, with Kovacic coming as well. But I do think that their squad at the moment, and I say at the moment, we are not at the end of the transfer window, looks thinner than it has been for a while. That you are waiting to see what the impact of finally getting the European title, having done the treble, is going to have psychologically on this group of players, which is quite a small group of players compared to previous Prime Manchester City squads. So I'm not saying that they're going to have a, you know, a problematic season. No, they're going to be obviously at the top of the table or towards the top of the table. I'm saying that it's going to be a bit perhaps more difficult for them than you would expect or you would have expected for quite a while. 
Leeds United begin their EFL Cup campaign this evening. They host Shrewsbury Town in the first round at Ellen Road from quarter to eight. Among tonight's other matches is the meeting of Burton and Leicester City. Robbie Keane's Maccabi Tel Aviv are back in European action this evening. The former Republic of Ireland captain has taken his side to Cyprus to play AEK Larnaca in the third qualifying round of the Conference League. Elsewhere, Rangers begin their Champions League qualifying campaign tonight. They welcome Swiss side Servette to Ibrox, where kickoff is at a quarter to eight. In Gaelic games, the death has been announced to former Tyrone footballer and manager Art McCrory. He guided his native county to five Ulster titles and All-Ireland final appearances in 1986 and 1995. McCrory's time in charge spanned 25 years over three different spells. He also managed Tyrone to the All-Ireland minor title in 1973. Moving to rugby now and former Ireland captain Keith Wood believes Keith Earl still has the edge on Jacob Stockdale in the race to make Andy Farrell's Rugby World Cup squad. Both wingers started in Ireland's 33-17 win over Italy in their first warm-up game ahead of next month's tournament. Earls is Ireland's leading tri-scorer at Rugby World Cups, crossing the line eight times since his tournament debut in 2011. Wood joined Off the Ball Breakfast this morning and explained why the Munster wing still has plenty to offer at 35 years of age. I don't think Stockdale has... He had that you know pretty miraculous year where he scored you know at every available opportunity. Um, his defence wasn't good at that period of time, and it became more about his defence and less about his try scoring ability. Got a couple of injuries, lost his confidence. I don't know that he's regained it, and like he ran a lot at the weekend and stats can be very misleading an awful lot of that was uh, retrieving balls that were kicked long um, he did some incredibly good things got a, a couple of really good high balls he did get tackled into touch um, Earl's Earl's for me now as, as, as watching from afar and I know Keith a little bit um, he He's incredibly diligent. He works incredibly hard. He has an engine on him. He also has gas. He still has gas at his age, right? He's quick, like lightning quick. And he is looking for work. So he is consistently bashing into, you know, he's, there's a touch of his father, an open side flanker about him at times, and that he's kind of wrestling people all the time. Um, but his attitude is is, is fantastic. Um, I was lucky enough. We had a um, we we did a, a corporate thing about a year ago when he was injured, and I, I got him to come along. And uh, he's interesting, but you'd follow him. You know, you wouldn't say he's a captain, but you'd follow him. You'd be unbelievably supportive of how he speaks, of how he is, of how he goes about it. So I think he's integral to, to the squad. I think he's very important to the squad. Meanwhile, Wales head coach Warren Gatland has changed his whole starting 15 for Saturday's warm-up match against England. Uncapped Scarlet centre Joe Roberts will make his debut, while Dewey Lake has been chosen to captain the side at Twickenham. Wales won last week's meeting between the sides by 20 points to 9 in Cardiff. The Dublin Horse Show is underway at the RDS. The event will last for five days, with the Nations Cup taking place on Friday. In racing, there's a seven-race card at Sligo this evening, with the first off at five past five. And on this day in 1929, former GAA president Mick Loftus was born in Kiltoom, County Roscommon. Loftus played football for Mayo between 1949 and 1953, and was the last surviving member of the last side to win the Sam Maguire for the county in 1951. Loftus also enjoyed a strong refereeing career, taking charge of two senior football finals in the 1960s. He became president of the association in 1985, serving until 1987, and he passed away in April of this year at the age of 93. 
That's all for Wednesday's Lunchtime Wrap. Do keep up to date with the latest analysis and opinions with the updated Off The Ball app. Take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.